Okay. Well, I didn't get that flurry of typing into the recording, but hello! <laughs> we are now live. Alright. If you want typing, I can give you some too. There is, there is something to be said for the joy of using a mechanical keyboard. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, isn't it? Yes, it's, it is glorious, and it's one of the reasons why I hated the new MacBook designs for so, so long. I'm I'm told the M1 keyboards are better, but I'm I'm not getting a new Mac. Uh, with that said, hello and welcome to Critical Recovery. This is the fifth edition homebrew Dungeons and Dragons campaign. My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening, and tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Chris, Ellie, Eo, and Jen. And there is apparently a comment that has gotten one of you to say "oh no" to. But it's got too many words, so I'm going to have to go back and read that. And I am concerned <laughs> that I'm going to need to go back and read that. You should uh, be concerned. And don't yes. read it out loud. Mm. Oh, I, I try not to. <laughs> With this particular group, I try not to. <laughs> uh, because yes, I have the- had students find me in the past, and students will find me again, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would hope so. You're their teacher. <laughs> yes, but... They can find me online. As opposed to living at the school like everyone knows teachers do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sometimes they're surprised to find me online. Um, Sometimes they're actively looking for me. There has been two occasions at this point in my life where a student handing in a research project plagiarized me. Because they they found me online but didn't know they found me online. Oh, no. You... Yes. Really? Like, wha- wow, this writing style is very familiar. Where have I seen this book? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I I trust they got a grade commensurate with their effort. Commensurate. Commensurate. I, I, I would say <laughs> that... No, I think commensurate is, is, is... Probably right in this case, yeah. <laughs> Only for some students. <laughs> well... I, teach. I don't think that commiserating is. Uh, I never what said it was sincere. Who plagiarized their own teacher? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You, you put you put the arm over their shoulder. You say, you know, I'm I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry about how this is going to you're you're going to be feeling in about five minutes or less. We're counting I am, now. I am sorry that you made the choices that you made. Yes, because. In this class, this is a technology-based class, and technology is meant to make our lives easier. So I frequently teach how to cut corners to make your life easier. That's the whole thing about technology. However, the corners that you chose to cut were not the right ones because we are also student, well, we are in an arts academy. And artists who steal from artists don't get a lot of respect outside of these walls. Or, in this classroom, in these walls. Here's your grade. No, you can't make it up. There's an old saying. Good artists borrow, great artists steal. You know who said that? Me. Me. (laughs) But also Banksy, and he stole it from Picasso. But never mind about that. I thought you had to steal from a lot of people for it to be like, you know, if you steal from everybody just a little bit here and a little bit there, then... Actually, that did not work out well for a particular author 
in the romance genre who got oh, found I've out. Heard but of anyway, this. Oh, yeah, I've heard oh, of yeah. this. I don't even read those, but I, I read articles about that. That's how big that controversy got. Which author was it again? Can't remember. A sh- somebody in Brazil or something, and. I haven't heard from her recently. She plagiarized from Nora Roberts, and this is like going up Oof. to Smog and and picking out a goblet and waving it in front of his hand, his face, and doing a little dance uh, oh, rather than running away. Guys, guys, we're ten minutes into the recording, yeah, and we haven't we are. even introduced ourselves. We, we are. Mm-hmm. I, I oh. introduced you, and technically, we're only five minutes into the recording. Oh, oh. fair enough. But still. I, I was going to, to make a comment about how um, I, I have not yet asked the question, what happened last week? We had a fight on a I train. Fell asleep. We had a fight on a train. You fell asleep and, and, and somebody you woke me up. up. Yes. I, I read a book and punched a monk. I actually got some draconic weaving done. It's not finished yet. That's, but I mean... Start. I climbed got reduced someone. to zero hit points twice. Yes, yes, you did. I made a glorious comeback. <laughs> Natural 20s on, on a death check. Yep, yep. Followed by over 100 points of inflict wounds. Exactly 100 um, points of inflict wounds. Can't decide I missed on inflict wounds. <laughs> Look, it was... if I hadn't Nat 20 that death check, I would have ended up having to explain to Tarish why I was at zero hit points. I was ready for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was ready for that conversation with your first death save, but you didn't give me the chance. There'll <laughs> um, be more. But what, once it was obvious that the let's attack them all when they're in separate cars to take them down strategy wasn't working, uh, they all vanished, which is a shame because Thandarin was having a one-on-one battle off camera with the monk from your previous encounter with uh, the the Inquisition. And it was mostly working out to be a tie, so I have once again given one of Chris's characters an arch nemesis. Was there any back and forth uh, conversation? Did I get the monk's name? Uh, yes, let me look it up, because I do have this written down. Five years later, he finds it. <laughs> no, that's Five Torrent. The monk is not later. Torrent. Torrent is the best of kobolds. We will sacrifice the entire circle of ta- tails in order to keep Torrent alive. We will sacrifice the entirety of Circulus to keep Torrent alive. Because he is precious and fragile and we must protect. Torrent would just be like, but, but where's all the books? <laughs> oh, poor guy. Oh, we have to books. protect the book. We have to save the books because otherwise Torrent would be sad. Yes, yeah, so mean, that means you're going to have to save Circulus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could always just take him to Alexandria and show him the Cobalt Reserve. Well, you can't because somebody Eventually. sealed it off. <laughs> Eventually, I'll be able to. <laughs> By the way, I, I, I found their name. Their name is Inquisitor Hav, H-A-V. I have no idea how I came up with that name, but that's their name. So Where's many puns. I was about to say, I bet he so gets a lot of puns. puns. Wait, <laughs> Hold he on. Used to have a, he used to have a partner called Haveno, but spelled H-A-V-E-N-O-T. Right. Either that or someone named Ock. Mm. While you're what having this wonderful was, conversation... What race was this monk again? They're human. I'm the Boston Marathon. No. Wrong, wrong, wrong world. I don't think that, that 
she's run the Boston Marathon. There's no Boston on Circulus, is there? No, there there is no Boston on Circulus. There is, in fact, a town named Georgia. Okay, hold on. on. And and that is where Morley's dad went when he won a golden violin. But if there's no boss, then where do all the bosses come from? Well, there isn't a ton of them. (laughs) Aaron? It's it's actually only 1,984 pounds. (laughs) Do do I recognize Inquisitor Hav at all? No. Okay. There's a lot of humans. This no, is not I know. It's, a, it's Inquisitor it's Hav. Inquisitor, Inquisitor Havatar is somebody else. It's the Inquisitor part that's got me thinking. Well, everyone in that group is an Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes the, more sense. The drow's okay. name is Inquisitor Vasa. Okay. Good. That makes more sense. Yeah, they, they are a certain... I don't want to say the word department, but that's what I'm going to come up now because we're trying to get to the plot eventually. Um, but there's a certain <laughs> department among the followers of Argonia that are essentially the Inquisition. They seek out heretics and uh, people who are doing bad things to followers of the faith or enemies of Argonia. And then they do bad things to those people. <laughs> and there's a lot of conversation happening in chat that I'm going to deliberately not read. <laughs> this is a good now. idea. You'll get very distracted. Get wrong verb tense. <laughs> the train has reached the station. Um, there, as you get to the station, it is underground, and there are signs saying that there is a route to Kavrine, but there is a lot of indications that that route is out of service. The planks of wood nailed up over that tunnel are a big clue that that route is out of service. But you were told you were taking the train to the Barony of Bardia anyway, not all the way to Kavrine. So you already knew that you weren't taking that out of service route. You were going to have to go above ground for the next part of your trek. However, you were also given a letter along with the train tickets. It was the only other thing that I told you was in that envelope. That was a letter to uh, Baron Ansel Bardia if you chose to, to um, meet with him on your journey. Well, we got a letter, so maybe we should give him the letter. Is that, isn't that what you do with letters? You deliver them? Uh, kind of. This is more to deliver us to visit him. He's very nice. Yeah, technically we're the package here. I'm not in a box. I said technically. I'm not in a cog, cogwheel box. I guess that would be a technical box, I suppose. Well, okay, bless yes. your little heart. <laughs> bless your little heart. Okay, so uh, we should... Um, those of you who I've given masks to might or might not need them, depending on the smoke in the air here. So just be aware of that. Uh, it might be a high pollen a day. One. It may be a very high pollen day. There are many trees, uh, so it could be so. Just to be aware. And also, this is the place where I grew up. So, I am going. That'll work. Yes, Um, I'm going to have to hide my accent, so I'm not found, because reasons some of you know. You go up the exit ramp and see that everyone is covered in yellow. Oh no! Okay, I take out my loom and I quickly make masks for. uh, for More like speed weaves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if you will a 3D printer. Didn't he? 
I gave everyone that was in the party originally masks. You should still have yours. I have mine, but I, we hadn't met Burp yet or Benetton, so I'm making some masks very quickly. Hold on. It goes fast again. Goblins canonically have dealt with living conditions that most would consider to be toxic and deadly. So I'm but not Burp even going would to like make a pretty mask. What color Burp would you... can have a mask if Burp wants a mask. But I'm going yes, to please. say that Burp is not getting affected by the pollen as much as some of you might be. Okay. Well, if, if you need yes. to hide in plain sight, I have some extra monk vestiges in my backpack. I didn't hear that whole thing. You have extra... Monk vestiges in my backpack. Oh. Well, it might work. Uh, but I'm going, to have to, I'm going to have to hide my accent because they will know I'm from here if I sound like this. I pull out... Well, I pull out just some basic cobalt soul monk vestiges and uh, them to Marley. Oh, I have you. perhaps a better idea. Yes. I'm still waving, by the way. Here you go. Burp is pink and yellow. Uh, I'm going to lend... Oh, no, it needs to be attuned. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. All right, you're, so you're I, right. On... I knew exactly what you were thinking. It was a good idea in the in the long term, but quickly. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I wear the monk stuff, and I'm going to try to lose my accent if I have to speak. Quincy says, I certainly hope no one recognizes me. <laughs> Are you from here as well? No. I'm assuming you were here when uh, you were alive. Oh, it was a joke. Ah, uh, okay, good. Good joke. <laughs> this is why no, they I won't, stay They quiet. will not recognize me because I look different than before. Molly, anyone anyone asks, you're an inquisitor of the Cobalt Soul. I'm oh, your, is that a good I'm, thing I'm, to I'm be? Gonna, you're, it's one rank under me. I'm, I'm okay. Go okay. We will go with this, yes. I will have to lose my accent. I will try to what? sound like a human, I suppose. Why do you need to sound like you're not from here? Because my family is still here. They think I'm dead. I was. Didn't... I'm in a different body now, but the accent is going to give that away. They'll find out. Didn't you... Did... I'm, I'm very confused. Didn't you tell us that, did you, that you guys met Molly's father? I'm, I'm very confused now. Just <laughs> from having the same accent, they'd know who you were? Possibly. In a new body? I don't know. My mother's very perceptive. She thinks I'm dead. She probably has had a funeral. I heard she was grieving still. I don't want to give... I don't want to harm her further. And yes, you did meet Morley's dad, but Morley's dad hasn't been home in a very long time. Okay. Yes. He's, he has reached a position where it's not unlike the gentleman from Critical Role and ah. I created Mo long before I knew about the gentleman from Critical Role, but... He doesn't want anyone to go after his family to get I to him. Swear to God, Jen, if you try and parent trap your parents, I swear to God. Oh no, no, that's not a that's not a thing at all. That's not going to work. <laughs> but we probably don't want the evil paladin showing up to mess with Morley's with Morley's mom. No, definitely, definitely not. Also, there's a lot of different professions going on here from what you can encounter in Critical Role. It's just what I'm That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, so, Morley, you do know your way around town. Mm-hmm. If you want to go take this letter to Ansel, you have a general idea of where he would be, mainly in the center of the Grove, which is not where the train station is, but it's, it's over in that, that direction, about maybe a half hour's walk if, if you are taking your time. 
Um, or oh, you can try to go to the trade district and see if you can arrange for travel or maps to get to Kavrin. Can I also very quickly just, mm-hmm. as when we get off the train, I just check the iron stone, make sure it's still in the box. Close it, it is. Again. Well, when okay. you shake the box, it rattles. That don't mean nothing. I check it, <laughs> and then I close it. Okay, so you open the box. But I also make sure Zura is next to me and watching to make sure that I open it, don't take it out, and put it back. Uh, Zura and Thandrin, could you both do me a favor and make wisdom saves? Maybe. <laughs> I would sure love it if you dice. made wisdom saves. I'm using my inspiration. No, I... 17. <laughs> that wasn't me being snotty. That was my character sheet not giving me the option. Why is my character sheet not giving me the option? Hmm. This is alarming. Obviously, you have no more wisdom left. No, I can't Very roll good. anything. You can't roll anything. Refresh this is it. Job for Lieutenant the Cogbucket. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And reload your sheet, maybe. If if only someone had made an awesome Discord bot that allows us to make die rolls. Will twenty-seven do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie okay. took my seventeen and added ten. <laughs> so. Fandrin pulls you aside so that you can witness him checking the box. And there is a brief moment of time where his hand reaches towards the iron stone right before he closes it again. And you just kind of put your hand on his and stop him from doing that. And Fandrin, you immediately realize what you were doing and you slam the box shut. This is why we do this in pairs. I'd really rather do it in apples, but... <laughs> God damn it, Ellie. <laughs> Are there apples? No, there, there are, are no in apples. fact. You you are in the middle of imagine if you will, it's a city made of trees. Yes. It's beautiful. Oh. Are there any fallen apples? There's a few. Most would not consider the fallen apples to be edible. Most are not a goblin child who is perhaps a bit um dubious on what is edible. I mean, sans it's not like actually rotten and, and you can you know scratch the mold bits off it, it's more that um freshly fallen apples in an area where there's foot traffic get broken a little bit and tend to be flat apples that tends to attract bees do not eat the bees do not eat the bees they're do very spicy no. do not no, be no. hound <laughs> they're spicy spicy fly friends Oh, no. Do not eat. Uh, Please. I am recalling my childhood. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we, had, we had this giant apple tree in our backyard, and the apples that fell from it did not taste good at all, but they sure did attract bees. Oh, wow. Bees! Yeah. But anyway. No spicy sky fruit. So th- there's... A variety of choices that you can make. I have given you two suggestions, but they are far from the only ones. Hey, you're new in town. With one for one of you, there's quotation marks. Mm-hmm. What yes. do you do? Uh, I'm keeping an eye on Burke. Good, good idea. Good plan. And making okay. sure she doesn't eat any beefs. <laughs> it shouldn't have to be said, but this is Burp, so yes. Um. I need more out-of-context quotes. I can post to social media when I'm editing these episodes. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, we should go to visit Ansel. I am constantly keeping an eye out for our new friends that um, have been a pain in our 
backsides. Give me a perception check. I was nearly a natural 20, but it's a dirty 20. Okay. I I appreciate that I recently found out from a D&D Beyond um, developer update they posted that the die rolls are, in fact, physics-based. I thought it was just an animation that matched the number it picked. No. The, the number of die you roll, oh. the size of your window, all of those come into play for helping to determine the random number. That's why it takes so long for the number to pop up. It was but nearly right a natural 20. It was so close to a natural 20 that it just depth to 14. And, and with, with that dirty 20, it's like every now and then you think you see one of them, but no, it was just someone wearing a, a, a blue shirt. Oh, by the way, Jen, the mm-hmm. vestiges you're wearing are the same as mine, except there's no gold. The, the gold trim that I have is silver for you. Ah, okay. Good to know. I hope there's like a hood to it because Morley wants to hide his. There is a mask. That, there, there, there's a scarf oh. that works as a hood and a mask. Okay, cool. That'll help. I hope. <laughs> so, so you gave new clothes but kept the old. One is silver and the other's gold. <laughs> oh, those were okay. actually those are Thancred's original vestiges when he was an Inquisitor. Ah, okay. Aww. It's a little tight in some places, a little loose in others, but it'll you know, do. It'll work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we should go talk to Ansel. He's very nice. At least last I've heard. I assume he's still nice. Every, everyone in the city knows Ansel. Not everyone has had a chance to have a conversation with Ansel. He's usually very busy, but he does try to, when he has a spare moment, which is increasingly rare these days, because ruling a barony, um, take trips around town to see how things are going, because it's his darned grove. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to take the party to the grove unless anyone objects. Nope. Let's do it. Okay. We go. Okay. No spicy sky friends. I will tie up the goblin. No, no, (laughs) no, you will not. (laughs) You just need a harness. We will have a goblin on a leash. (laughs) A leash, maybe. I can, I can fa- I can fabricate a leash. It's not hard. I can do that if we need to. Fortunately, Burp has the mask on, and the mask is pretty, and therefore there is this is keeping no... her from eating bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it just occurred to me that by giving Burp a mask, Burp is starting to more closely resemble not the brave. Is this game yeah. just becoming critical? Oh. I didn't even think of that. Oh, I did not called, even think of that. You called this game crit recovery. We're already CR. Yes. I feel wow. Like. No, no. I, I'm concerned about uh, the fact that I am parenting my parents' character, and now you have given said character a mask. The shoe is on the other foot. <laughs> become the parent. It's a Darth Vader Obi Wan moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we go to the grove. Only a master of really cool death saves. Wait, hold on. Okay, so you go to the grove, and it is for those of you who've never been here before, which is all but two of you, and one of you, which was Quincy, was here before the whole grove thing happened um but for any of you it becomes very obvious where the grove is after 
not that far of a journey because as you continue down the roads, the trees get noticeably larger to the point where um, the grove itself, while they're not redwoods, the trees are the size of what you would see in a giant redwood forest. They are, of course, spaced out because they need a lot of room for all their branches. The center of the grove has a giant stone sculpture that appears to have fallen into disrepair. It's fallen over. There is this giant circular ring that is almost horizontal, but it's broken into multiple pieces. And it's just in a pile in the middle covered in vines and leaves with bits of um, grass sticking out in various places. Um, But there's also chairs and tables that are about and uh, various bits of furniture for storing of a, a, a bunch of things. All of them with like appropriate coverings over top of them for inclement weather. Uh, imagine, if you will, uh, going to a state park where there's areas where there's stuff to be read or, or messed with and they have those little rooftop things over top of them. Uh, that's the kind of environment that you're in. And Ansel is not exactly the image that you immediately think of when you hear powerful druidic baron. Um, I feel like that image involves antlers. He does not have antlers. And, like, leaf capes and things. He does not have a leaf cape. He is wearing green. Um, he He's wearing he nice clothing. He has hair. Um, it, it is, is he a bear? He is not a bear. It, he's it's not long a enough bear that, run. It's long enough that it reaches his shoulders, but it's not long enough that it looks like he'd be able to put it into a ponytail or anything. You could argue he has a beard because hair on your face that's not just in the area of a mustache counts as a beard. But it's 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 scraggly. Um, and a significant amount of it is covering his neck. And he is he's not morbidly obese overweight but he is definitely not like he if you don't need to ask him if he lifts you already know the answer is no mm-hmm. however he seems ah, to catch- high status i can relate <laughs> i mean from a goblin point of view if you have enough surplus that you can carry some extra pounds you are obviously high status <laughs> it'll work <laughs> so- sounds like it works to me <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. now he is accompanied by an elf who is, imagine if you will, the anti-Ansel. Exactly uh, the same shape, but a void in space. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever let them touch. <laughs> At least not outside of a ship reactor. Ooh. Well, if you need a warp engine, there you go. <laughs> wow. You've heard of Spore Drive. I haven't told you what circle he's a part of. <laughs> Nosha would like that. I love everything about this distraction. Yeah. Okay, so I might be the only one that knows, like, could recognize Ansel. Uh, The 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 person who's with him is his longtime advisor and court wizard, um, Asteri Amakir. Okay, that's that's him over there. She is tall and thin. And incredibly elegant, and everything that Ansel is not in regards to appearance. 
do you want one of us to do the talking? Or... Yes. You have the letter I yet. have to admit that I forget why we're talking to him. <laughs> we have a letter to present to him. That was out of character. Uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did not understand. I understand well, one, one of the people who seems to be in this court area comes over and says, Ah, oh, hello. May I help you? I actually also need a bit of clarification on why we were coming here, because I messed all of that last week. Oh, right. Uh, we were given a letter with the tickets for the train. I don't remember beyond that right now. You're trying to get to the Tower of Kavrim because there are several fragments oh. of a reality that have been coalesced into magical items there. And you can use those in the ritual that Thandrin knows to banish Argonia out of reality. Oh, okay. yes, we need Death Trammels. Okay, okay, yes. yes. Yeah, you the, you haven't found any gods that are willing to give up any amount of their divinity to help you because they're currently devoting their efforts to not letting Argonia poach souls from their afterlifes. Mm-hmm. Yikes. But, well, I mean, it worked for you. <laughs> yeah, not, they're, they're... not Thandrin or Burp, but the rest of you. I was mm-hmm. going to say, yeah, there's, a, there's at least three deities that have lost a soul to the after... Well, four four deities that lost a soul. Because I don't think Gorga had a deity. One of you pulled from hell against yeah. Asmodeus's wishes. He was one quite pulled, the prize. One pulled away from the Raven Queen. Ooh, he was not happy. Yeah. There, there's, um, so there's a lot of deities, uh, uh, an increasingly high number of them, that are not all about this. And they're wishing you the best, but they're not going to give you a fragment of their power in order to deal with this because they feel like they need that. However, though, if, if you can't stab them with part of a god... Stab them stab with, them with part of a reality. Of, yeah. So what if it's a domain of dread? Oh, I, I said that part out loud. <clears throat> okay. Um, right. Uh, so someone's came over and spoke to us. Yes. Yes. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Dandron Stone. Uh, we are actually looking for an audience with, what's his name again? What's Chris, you're very name? quiet. Uh, just lost the name of the druid I had it in my head. Ansel. 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 I, I named him after Ansel Adams. That's okay. it, yes. Hello, my name is Dandron Stone. Uh, we are actually looking for an audience with Ansel. We have a letter here. No. You have a, a what? We have a pun in chat. That's what we have. <laughs> and it made everyone kind stop. Of stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we, have, um... we are looking for an audience with Baron Ansel, and we have a letter of introduction. Yes. Ah, uh, well, I'm happy to take it over to him. Sure. Uh... Please understand, uh, there are guardians present that would not just let you run up and say hello. No, that's fair. Uh, By the way, you don't see any guards here at all. Do not lick the baron. Do not lick the trees either. They're probably guardians. I give him the letter. I give them the letter. But what do they taste like? Don't lick the guardians, Burp. They taste like bark. Um... Could you actually also stress to Baron Ansel that it's, it is of high importance that we are able to speak with him? It always is, certainly. And they walk over and hand the letter <laughs> to the elf. There's not a, any concern of mine whether you have... What was it again? Uh, food? Ha! 
You should have thought of that before you became peasants. Emperor Cusco is my favorite Disney princess. Anyway, so the the elf takes the letter. She opens it up. She reads it. And she taps Ansel on the shoulder, and they have a small conversation. He nods. Cat, is there any way for me to be able to lip read the potential? Give me a perception check. Oh, actually, if I can see them, if I can see them, I know what they're saying. What ability lets you know what they're saying? The observant feet. Okay. Ah. If you can see a creature's mouth while it's speaking a language you understand, you can interpret what it's saying by reading its lips. Okay, so here's a neat thing. You know how um, hot air moves so that things seen on the other side of it are distorted somewhat? Ooh, that's a neat trick. Yeah. So guess what? You can't lip read. Zuna should learn that. It's almost as if in a court that is openly accessible with no walls, they decided to put in some means of still having privacy. <laughs> Out of necessity. And that, that one from Thandrin. Yeah, you, you have... Was that something about applesauce? You think they might have said something about applesauce and seagulls. Why, why see, you don't know what they're talking, why they're talking about seagulls. Um, but the, the elf um, smiles, holds on to the letter, and walks over to the party. Hello, you seem to be in the middle of quite an adventure. Burp waves. Question to the party, did anyone actually read the letter? It was sealed. So no. Let's <laughs> yeah. <got> the letter. <laughs> None of us know what it says. Okay. We don't know. We just handed it over. Yeah. All, all you know is it was written by Torrent, and he said that if you intended to meet with Ansel on your way, you should give it to him. Dear Ansel, kill them all. Love, Torrent. <laughs> yeah, no. yes. Do I don't think no... we have Hamlet's letter here, do we? Uh, no, yes. You have no idea. It's been a, been a journey. I was muted. Uh, <gasps> Well, my, my, my name is Thundered Stone, and you are... The DM has totally forgotten the name of this character. The DM did not name this character. This is a character out of Aristabulus' backstory. Yeah. Ah! Yes. Yeah. Former classmate. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Asteria Amakir. Pleasure to meet you. We don't normally get members of the Cobalt Soul in the Barony these days, let alone two. Like I said, it's been a been a journey. I imagine so. What with traveling between the planes when that is all but impossible. Yeah, well. Um, I uh, admit we don't know exactly uh, what Librarian Torrent told you. Can I also do an insight check on her? Sure. I want to. I want to kind of read her body language on how what she knows about the Cobalt Soul. Not with any. I'm not though. Uh. <laughs> it's nope. weird that she knows stuff about the Cobalt Soul. Mm -hmm. It's real weird. She's from Nalith Academy. I know, but I don't know much about Nalith Academy, do I? No. The Former knows. classmate of Ari. Ari, who likes to know everything. Mm -hmm. And she is the second most powerful person in this barony. Some would argue the first. Those people would be wrong, but they would argue it. Sorry, slightly taken aback. Not many people know about the Cobalt Soul. I confess I don't know a whole lot about them, but... And then she just holds the letter up a little bit. This did inform me of some things. Horrid, okay. And others I already knew. You are 
not the first ragtag band of adventurers to enter our barony, and there seems to be an increasing number of them that come here only seeking passage to our neighbor. Is that, um, a good thing or a bad thing? Depends on the adventurers. I'm inclined to think, for you, it's a good thing. Mazir is an ally of ours. We get along quite well after the initial, um, shall we say, mix-up. Not everyone gets along with the Baroness of Kavrim. You see, she's a devout follower of the Raven Queen. Birds are nice. Where's where's Talia when you need her? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking that today where, oh, man, if Talia was here... This session would go in a very different direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, even if I had Thava come in, but no, Thava, Thava is doing things off camera. The DM knows what Thava is doing off camera. Tarius well, knows what Thava is doing off camera. We've um, <laughs> we have met some of her followers, the Raven Queen's followers. I mean, not not people who work for the Baroness. Asteri smiles again. It's it's a very kind <laughs> smile. Um, she she's of average height for an elf, but for some reason you all feel like she's a foot taller than you. She's not. You can actually look at her and measure and say, no, no, yep, we're we're at eye level, or actually she's a few inches shorter than me. Or, but no, for all of you, you feel like she's a foot taller. You feel like you're talking to an ant, not a n t a. You you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, in a druid's barony, people might turn into giant ants sometimes, but not wrong. But not He's taller time. than Burp, right? Most oh yeah, for, for yes. Burp, it, for Burp, Burp feels skyscraper. <laughs> yeah, Burp actually feels like she's almost Burp's height. Kind of weird. Cool. Clearly not. When Burp takes a moment to look up, and re- Burp realizes, no, my neck is getting sore looking at her face. Definitely taller than me, but. The emotional response you get from being near someone who's taller than you is not what you're getting out of this. Anyway, <laughs> all of that is a slight digression. Uh, back in character, Crash. Get back in character. <laughs> so you know, followers of the Raven Queen come in a variety of forms. Not all of them worship in the same way. Um, Mazir's early experiences in the Raven Queen service were heavily influenced by the Shatter Kai, which is unfortunate. Uh, Shatter Kai? Yeah, thank, thank you. I have no idea either. Thandrin, actually, you anyone who wants to may make an Arcana check or a History check. I have minus ones to those, and I'm not going to. Thirteen. I got the a name. Ten sounds total. familiar. Zuda knows it. The Shatter Kai are elves. Some would argue they used to be elves, but officially they're still elves. But they don't live on this plane of reality. They have made their home in the Shadowfell. And it has warped them somewhat. And they are thoroughly devoted to the Raven Queen. Uh, Specifically, the idea that the Raven Queen likes to see the high and mighty brought down. It makes for an interesting story. However, in your case, this might actually work in your favor. So, there's little matter of how do you get from point A 
to point B, or in this case, point B to point K. <laughs> there, um. we, we do a significant amount of trade, being the breadbasket for the area and all. There is, in fact, a caravan that is headed in that direction. Uh, they'll be leaving in the morning. Unfortunately, they're a little understaffed in regards to protection. I could Wouldn't arrange. be the first caravan uh, I've guarded. And I'm sure it won't be the last. No, it definitely won't be the last. I could make the arrangements for you so that uh, they end up being your guides into the barony and you protect them from any trials and tribulations they might encounter along the way. Aren't trials for lawyers? Wrong kind of trial, dear. Okay. <laughs> There's a lawyer somewhere on the other side of the world. <laughs> <There's> a... Oh. <laughs> I could have been part of your party. <laughs> I was temporarily employed. There are at least two lawyers on Circulus. We know this. Yep, and one of them almost destroyed our party. And the yep. other one is a PC that isn't being played yet. Yeah, you muted. I saw you mute. I, I want to see Longcap Esquire. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> but no, the lawyer's a paladin warlock. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Bruh, I like, remember that one. I'd like to negotiate my contract with my patron. Yeah, that's what I thought there. I need to make that character. I like that character. Paladin, divine soul, worshipper of a god of law. I, not divine soul. Mm -hmm. Um, celestial warlock. I mixed up the the divine subclasses right. with. I'm just imagining some fiend in the lower plan planes staring at a contract with one hand holding up their head, going, "I can't make." heads or tails out of this. Is, <laughs> does, does does anyone know how to read? I'm just going to sign this. I don't have time for this. Alright, I'm losing voice. Years later, they're in a small bottle on the <laughs> warlock's belt. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to read the fine print, they always said. But no, could I be bothered? No, I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a contract that on its face looks like it's perfectly reasonable. But if you get out the magnifying glass, every letter is actually composed of the words of the actual contract. Oh, that is Ooh. cruel. I, is I love playing D&D &D with this group. Um, so <laughs> we've been playing for almost an hour. What do you say? We take a short break and when we come back, you will be partway through your journey from the ba one barony into another. Via rickety carriage along nope, treacherous cliff sides and through misty forests? I mean, Sounds fun. it wasn't going to be. <laughs> okay.
pressing buttons to escape our, our off-topic commentary. <laughs> I, I love our off-topic commentary. I really do. But the, the proposal has been made for us to finish before 8 o'clock tonight. And Charge! Sorry, uh, you don't have a credit card. Nobody gives Burp a credit card. It's tragic. You, they're not giving you a credit card because you don't have good credit. And you're not going to get good credit unless you get a credit card. Mm-hmm. What Burp really needs to do here is go to college. Oh, they'll give you all the credit cards. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. They still do that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway. I don't want to know. <laughs> anyway, you you have joined a caravan. It is perhaps the most boring of caravans. The various workers who any of you who cares to size them up, when you size them up, you go, no, these people would be no good in a fight whatsoever. That one just, did he just check the crossbow by looking at the pointy end? Oh, no. Well, this is, this is the problem with caravans is that Anybody direct, anybody employed by them can only take the dodge action. <laughs> Slash fish Ellie. I don't get it. Dodge Sorry, caravan. Yeah. <laughs> An inspiration. Um, so they they do seem to be very good with numbers. They they seem to be excellent uh, business associates. However. They're they're good at regular negotiations, not aggressive negotiations. They're not good for conversation. They're very matter of fact. They are, in a word, boring. Which is just fine because for at least one of you, you can spend the entire trip reading. There's gotta be plenty of things to lick in a caravan while no one's looking. Well, I'm not going you to have get a lost. mask on. You have a mask on. How are you going to do this? This is not good. Well, you're very quickly out of the high pollen area. Oh, of oh okay. Um, well, all right. the, the, the plant growth seems to mostly be focused on the former city. The outlying areas are still farmland, but they're like you, you don't wake up in the morning, get a washcloth, and wipe the yellow off. Oh. In the city, that might be a thing. Um, but. Let's just say that there is a growing list of things that Burp is not allowed to lick. <laughs> it is in written form. It has been created by the caravan. And yes, they have promised to hand it over to Ryan when you part ways. Sorry, I didn't hear about what? There's a list of things that Burp is oh. not allowed to lick, and it was written by the members of the caravan, and they will hand Ryan that letter when we depart from them. It is it, well; it's not a single sheet of paper. It is oh. becoming a volume because I imagine Burp keeps finding additional things. Uh-huh. It's a challenge. Much of what's being transported is produce, so the list grew very quickly, and now Burp is finding loopholes. Uh-huh. This said red apples. That one's yellow. <laughs> just as an example uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I foresee casting prestidigitation a lot uh-huh. now you've been told this trip is going to take anywhere from two to five days it'll definitely be one day to get to the border but the extreme difference in days is because the barony of Kavreen is um, it changes a bit mm. it didn't always change but one trip, you might find hills. Another trip, you might find a treacherous road on the edge of a cliff. 
a, another trip you might find, it's all farmland. They don't know how fast it changes, but it's never the same trip twice recently. This is a somewhat recent change in the past few months. Uh, the tower was always off. They don't tell you much about the tower, but the countryside seems to not quite be right either. Um, and just over the edge of the border, you do in fact encounter a forested area where the trees are densely packed. There's a lot of underbrush on either side of the road, even though there doesn't seem to be a lot of light that comes in through the trees to get to that underbrush, but apparently gets enough. Everything is shadowy and spooky, and were those eyes glittering off in the darkness? No, no, those, those weren't. That, that, was, that was a lightning bug. Never mind about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do come up to a tree that has fallen across the road. Okay. Mm. We need to move to the tree. Oh, we'll be happy to move the tree for you. Okay. And who said uh the the guy who has just swung down on a rope to land on top of the tree. So uh-huh. I, I have several strong friends with me that would be happy to move this tree out of the way. Uh although we would of course uh be doing this it it, it you does take some effort. It. So we we would this, such, this sounds like you're a bandit. Such a harsh word. No, we are providing a valuable service. We're just asking you for recompense. You put the tree there. For you gravity, put the tree there put, first, didn't you? Gravity put the tree here. We're offering to make a contested grapple check against gravity. Let me make um, you a counter offer. I can do it. By the way, yes. sev- you can't several people tree. are appearing out of the underbrush on either side of you. They do appear to be carrying a, a number of weapons. Uh, one, Another person swings down a rope and lands next to the first person who is standing. I would say that if you were to judge their body weight, you would argue that they are two and a half rinds. Wow. Um, so. they, they are mostly muscle. They're carrying a longsword strapped to their back. They have a magnificent looking mask that they're wearing over their eyes and a, a rakish grin and they look over the party and they say wait no nope i'm out and they start climbing down the tree what what do you they're a ragtag band of adventurers look at them I, uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. What, they've got a flying dog and a uh-huh. goblin mascot i'm out and they uh-huh. just start walking off into the woods i'm not a mascot it's a it's a morley is it a mask or a mascot no, you're not wearing a mask. A mascot is something. If it was a mascot, really. it would be around your neck. <laughs> Inspiration. Like a, yes, it's like a faux turtleneck. But for, for all the jokes that people react negatively tie. to, to get that one from EO is gold. Thank you for that. <laughs> so anyway, one one of the accused bandits is walking off into the woods. The rest of them are requesting that you roll for initiative or hand over a bunch hey, of gold, hey, whichever. Hey, I was... I had yes, go on. To say. Go on. So, counter-offer. Um, I cast Thaumaturgy to make my voice louder. You all clear out and no one has to die. I want to try to intimidate. The, yeah, I was going to say, that's an intimidation check. You may make an intimidation check. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my D20? Here is my D20. Ugh. 
Well, this D20 doesn't like me. What's your roll? That was a three on the die, so I only got a ten. I have a plus seven to intimidation. Okay, so that is... They are, they are not intimidated. Crap. Well, there's, there's one who I would argue is not intimidated, but is strategically positioning themselves over there. <laughs> over there is perhaps over the next hill. <laughs> perhaps... They're being... They, they're choosing to be not intimidated somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> that somewhere else might be in a different barony altogether. All right, I guess we're all making initiative rolls. Um, question. Answer. The question is for Zuda. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'm going to assume the answer is always going to be yes for that specific question. Yeah. Okay, D&D Beyond still hates me. My initiative is three. Healer goes last. With advantage? Yes, with advantage. I rolled a four and a three, and I have a negative one to death. Paladins or healers? Good heavens. Astonishingly, Zuda, I think, goes first. Well, that depends Until on... Until Thandrin rolls. Yes. But he can't hear us. Welcome back, Chris. Oh, wait. He's gone. He's gone. I think he's trying to, like, restart it or something. I hear cats yelling. Can you hear us now? Oh, I can hear you. Good. Okay, so oh, bandits nice. came out of the woodwork and flunked a tree down in front of the caravan and then started threatening, and so now we're rolling for initiative. Well, I didn't all even but know one we had started again. Oh. I have sat That's all right. You didn't miss very, anything. very quiet. You didn't, miss, you didn't miss much. Just the bandits and one of the bandits decided nope, that well, this right is away. a ragtag. Mm-hmm. I, I kicked Bandit Adventures and he didn't want to. Oh, that was dumb. <laughs> the most impressive of the... Well, here's the good news, Chris. You're not going last. <laughs> um, the most impressive of the bandits made his wisdom check. <laughs> There's a flying dog. There's a goblin child. He's out. Nope. nope. <laughs> Look at them. Every single one of them is a different race and class. This is a ragtag band of adventurers. If we stick around... We're doomed. I'm out. Technically, if Jed's still in the monk vestiges I gave them, yep, they're not different classes because two of us look like monks. Looks like yes. Okay. Looks so, like yeah. The, look the, like <laughs> canonically, he didn't mention class at all, but he did point out you are a ragtag band of adventurers. Yes. Uh-huh. With a flying dog. So no, gone. Dog. And I tried <laughs> to use my plus seven to intimidation, but it didn't work. Ooh, I'm lucky. Yeah, a, a low roll versus, on my end, a higher roll. So, Zuda, what do you intend to do to fix this situation? Where are they? Uh, Well, there are two on either side of the caravan. There is one on the tree in front of the caravan, and there's one that is an increasingly longer distance into the woods. The one that ran away. (laughs) Walked away. Walked Walked away belligerently. Sorry, what, Chris? Into the thick of it? Hmm? Into the thick of it. I have to do some counting now. One, two, three, four. No. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oof, I have to use fourth level to catch everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. You already had one bandit leave because they decided you were too overpowered. <laughs> so it's it's the one on the tree that's been doing the talking? Yes. Okay, he has to make a charisma save at 16. Well, he's the leader, so he, he's very charismatic. But is he that charismatic? We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. That's an eight. 
Super charismatic. Asura just says, this is boring, and snaps her fingers, and he's banished. Wow. Morley is impressed. Where did he... Is he invisible now? No, he is gone for at least a little while. Little pocket dimension to have some fun in. Tends to freak people out, I hear. Is there porridge? I doubt it. Nope. (laughs) And uh, unless you bring it with you. I'm going first and nobody's injured yet. I don't have any bonus actions to take. So that's my action. (laughs) Going first in the initiative is going last in the next initiative. Mm. Yeah. Except I get an extra action this round. It is Quincy's turn. Quincy is going to attempt a fearsome bark against Bandit A. He is not the leader. I really hope not, because the leader's really somewhere else right now. The fearsome bark does not have that kind of range. So you're saying that the leader's having a bad trip. (laughs) Oh, yes. A a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. That is a three. (laughs) No, they fail. All right. The one who left was very smart. Yeah. Um, So let's see. On a failure, they take 10 psychic damage, and they're frightened. All right. They're bloodied. That's Whoa. pretty frightening. Oh. And 10 are, damage? They took 10 damage, and they are covering their ears and cowering. Oh, wow. This is going to be a bad day for them. They, Burp. They're a bunch of random bandits. Uh-huh. Burp supposes that, that Burp does have... Oh, I, I, I can rage, like, how many times a day? So... I can rage four times a day, so yeah, she'll she'll rage on this one, even though they're kind of hilarious right now. Raging yeah. against them makes it funnier. Hmm? Yeah. Raging against them makes it funnier. Indeed, indeed. Uh, oh, we have. Okay. Hmm? And we made the joke, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, but just Sorry. wait until was... they panic, but we're not a disco, so that's a bit... Can someone give I me did. a description of these bandits? Because I messed all of that. <laughs> they, there was a tree in the path that we're taking in the caravan one. that we're in, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and the bandits, who are basically Robin Hoods, said, jumped down and said, "Hey, we'll lift this out of your, out of the way if you pay us a whole lot of money, or we can fight you." Mm-hmm. And then one of them looked at us and said, "Nope, nope, ragtag band of yeah, no." Nope, yeah, the, the big one they brought with them said, "No, this is a bad idea. I'm leaving." And the leader said, well, we're going to fight them anyway. And then the leader was and forced to leave. It turns out uh-huh. this was a bad idea. So uh-huh. so right now there's no one on the tree. There's two bandits to the left, two bandits to the right. You're stuck in the middle. Um, one of the bandits on one side is currently getting <laughs> barked at and regretting all of their life choices up until now. There is a so goblin we... who's raging and has yet to tell me what their action is. Can, can okay, we call the so bandits many... on the left the clowns and the bandits on the right the jokers? Sure. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> so, I think that what Burp wants to do is... Can, can Burp get over <clears throat> to one and still have a uh, attack? Um, Easily. Burp would like to get over to one, basically climb up their <laughs> chest, headbutt them, and scream in their face. Headbutt give, them twice. Give Would me you... an acrobatics check. Ooh, I like acrobat. Not athletics? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say acrobatics this time. 
Okay. What's your... I need to give them some kind of advantage. Can I don't have a boo? Okay. Okay. So with, nope. with a ten, well, you, I'll, you... I'll pass inspiration to Burke. Okay, you can reroll. Okay, acrobatics. Come on, higher roll. It's a ten. Okay, <laughs> I'll take the higher of the Sorry. two tens. Yes, yes, I'll take the higher ten. Thank you. Okay, so you you scream and jump off of the the wagon that you were riding on, make a beeline towards one of the bandits. Are you going for the ones on the left or the right? Uh, which one got? Which one is on the side that was scared? Left. You know, I think I'll take the other left-hand one so that we don't have them doing okay. pincher maneuvers. Okay, so you're going for B. Um, mm-hmm. you, you make a beeline towards Bandit B, uh, but they were hanging out in the underbrush. So there, there's all kinds of thorns and stuff growing up along the side that you have to run through. And it sort of trips you up a little bit as you're attempting to get to them to climb up them. And with a 10, you make it to them, but you may have done a somersault on the way and used up your movement because it was difficult terrain. So you don't have any more movement to climb vertically at this point. Uh, just, but I will say you are currently in range. You may, well, you may attack them. I am going to double punch. I'm going to punch one twice, if that's all right. Because you, you go to take out their kneecap. Yeah, they don't need any kneecaps. Okay. And also, I'd just like to note that the theme for tonight is Burp Encounters Bees. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. All right. So give me an attack roll. <laughs> A 16 hits. Now, what's There's your three strength points bonus? of damage. Uh, accord- according to just punching people, that I, get a th- I do three points of bludgeoning. Yep. So that'd be one point plus your strength bonus. So yes. Yeah. All right. And, and for your second punch trick, again. a 17 hits more. That's another three points of damage. I will also punch them. And since they currently seem fragile, I do not think I am going to bother to use Fury of the Small on them because they seem fragile. That might end them. Yeah. So that y- you go and you punch them in the knee, which they mm-hmm. don't appreciate because it bends awkwardly. And then you punch it with your other fist. And it bends mm-hmm. the other way, and there is a snapping noise. Oof. And Ugh. they go down, screaming and clutching their ruin. If their adventuring days are over, they took a goblin to the knee. Mm-hmm. They should have left. Okay. So next up is Bandit A, who is currently feared. And I'm going to make a wisdom save for them. Okay. that They rolled pretty good. They rolled a 13 which I'm going to say means they pass, which means they go running off into the woods. They My... took the better part of Valor. <laughs> yeah, leaving their friends to die. Yes. Now I don't think anyone's going to kill these people. Next up is Bandit B. They'd very much like to run away. That option has been taken from them. They lay on the ground screaming. Bandit C. So, I, I, yes? I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, this, is, this is not a whole lot of a spoiler if you haven't seen it. In fact, this is barely a spoiler if you haven't seen it, but Marvel's What If series has started airing. I haven't seen it yet, yeah. Um, and in the, in the first episode, there is a great sequence where the hero has gotten into a fight and with some, some bad guys who are driving a truck. And out of the back of the truck uh, jumps a giant guy 
who's you know this the archetypal giant bad guy you know what i mean who like who's walking toward the fight cracking his neck uh getting ready to fight and the first thing the hero does is turn around and break his leg and he just collapses in a screaming heap and is out for the rest of the fight and that was that's what that reminded me of that's about what happened here (laughs) yeah Yeah, so we're up to bandit c they try to shoot ryan with a crossbow huh a 12 does not hit. I know enough to know that 12 does not hit. <laughs> We're up to Bandit D, the last of the bandits that's on the board, unless you wait long enough for Banish to wear off. Uh, they are going to take a, a shot towards Zuda because they know the person in the back wiggling their fingers that made their bosses appear might be a threat. Hit the one in the dress. The one in the dress. Am I next to Zuda? You're wherever you wanted to be at the start of this. An 11. No, an 11 will not hit an AC of 18. It doesn't even hit your armor. (laughs) It goes flying off into the woods. Um, Hold on. I got got something that I could use here. Can I use um, Deflect Missile to grab the crossbow bolt and my reaction to chuck it back? What do you have to roll for that? Uh, I just... uh, uh, Oh, no. it's Wait, never mind. It hits me. It's It's only if it hits me. Yeah, they, they weren't aiming for you. Yeah, I, I read it wrong. They're, they're probably assuming that guy with the book isn't really a threat. But people with books tend to be like wizards uh, and stuff. At what oh, point no. did I say trust, these guys were smart? Trust, mm-hmm. trust me, I, 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 got a fun, I got a funny bet once, uh, once it gets to my turn. Trust me. <laughs> well, when we get to initiative five. <laughs> we're close. Yes, we're, we're, we're getting there because we're at mm-hmm. seven. We're at oh, seven, that's, that's Morley. Okay, so since I've realized that these people are idiots, I'm going to uh, sort of remove the scarf, mask, whatever, you know, and uh, stare down whichever ones look the least intimidated right now and say, you should run. And I'm going to use thaumaturgy to make my voice really loud. Give me an intimidation check. Okay. You're doing this for the ones on the right because the ones on the left are either running or down. Would they get advantage for thaumaturgy? I don't know. I got a 15 I, plus 7 for a 22 on the... I mean, you the, could roll for higher, but I'm going to say a 22 is probably going to do it. Yes, I'm hoping I uh, scare away more than one of them. Let me, let me roll for them. Uh, that is a 15. They are... Um, there is an odor. Hmm. In the distance, a hedgehog. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Only people who have been part of our campaign or have been listening to it, which, let's face it, is the same. That's a circle in the Venn diagram, would get that reference. (laughs) But yes, may I have my inspiration back? Yes, hedgehog. (laughs) I forgot. I forget the hedgehog. Someone remind me the. The hedgehog is still currently in play. By the way, the hedgehog's hanging out in Skelvar. (laughs) Oh. Pages familiar pages? who who was tracking tracking someone by their I think goblins by mm-hmm. their uh, the the urine trail that they left behind. Yes. Oh. Well, the scent of it at least. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. next up is the guy who left, who walked away. Um, he he's just taking a moment to marvel at the trail that has been blazed for him by the person who ran past him. The trail that we blaze. 
It's rocks. This trail that we blaze. And this bandit that walked away just looks at this path that he now has through the woods and says to himself, you should have walked away. Mm-hmm. And he continues on his merry way, walking because he's not in combat unless you chase <laughs> after him. Don't see any reason to. Okay. Uh, next up. Oh, we've gotten to initiative five. Let's see. Who's initiative five? <laughs> Bandit captain? No, the bandit captain's on four, so it's not him yet. There was someone. Hi. There was someone who wanted to do something really cool <laughs> at Initiative Five. I don't remember who. I didn't Let's just go on. It might even be cool monk stuff. It might I, be cool monk stuff. Is there any? Does not, anyone have some cool monk stuff that they want to do? So, actually, yeah, I, can't, I can't remember who. I can't remember who went on Initiative Five, so we might as well just go to Initiative Four. Actually, not cool <laughs> monk stuff. It's kind of okay. You'll see. So sit in there, read the book. Pulls his, hair, pulls his bookmark out of his hair tie, closes the book, puts it down, flips out of the cart, looks at Bandit D, cracks his neck, walks over to him. <clears throat> Gets his leg broken. What do you use more, your leg or your arm? What? What do you use more, your leg or your arm? I, 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 this guy failed an intimidation check, by the way. Oh, I know. <laughs> my, 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 I, I don't understand the question. Simple one. Leg or arm, mate. What's what's more important to you? By, you're gonna break whatever I tell you, aren't you? Only one way to find out. Uh. <laughs> you know they're all equally important for different reasons. Oh, the wrong answer. The wrong Three. answer. Three. Thandrin, he probably can't Two. afford a new pair of pants. Three. He needs one right now. Two. <laughs> one. My leg. Good answer. Grabs his arm, take, uh, takes, takes my left arm and snaps up onto it with my attack. Give me an attack roll. Sure hope he wasn't left-handed. 11. And 11. Second attack's even better. 20. Oof. So the, just... the first attack, it he resists just enough that you manage to not, not break, break his arm. Because he actually has an AC that's higher than 11. Okay. However... You come back the other way, and you are, in fact, able to uh, reach the threshold of pounds per square inch that is required (laughs) to create a fault in the structure that is his arm. Everyone within hearing, I would say a good 50 feet of this encounter, feels the urge to wince at the sound. You don't even hear a scream. He just whimpers. Uh, and and that's eight after, points of damage? Yep. After it breaks, banditry really worth it, mate. <laughs> Thought not. I see, I see that now. This is, you've taught us a very valuable lesson. Uh-huh. Uh, Flurio blows two non-lethal unarmed strikes to the face. To the same guy? Same guy. No, not non-lethal <laughs> unarmed strikes. 19 and 16. If you have... Any bonus to your hit, he's unconscious. Okay. <sighs> he had three hit points up before you decided to do arm strikes. Snaps his neck, looks at Bandit C. <laughs> oh, by the way, Zuda is not letting anybody here die. 
No, no, that's why I was doing non-lethal, because, like, I wasn't going to kill just random bandits. Oh, okay. So when you said snaps his neck, you meant... No, no, no. Andrin yeah. cracks his neck. Yeah, that's what I said. Bim <laughs> does that thing where he just turns his head to the side a little bit, and everyone hears a popping sound. Yep, and then he just turns and looks at Bandit I, 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 you, you punched his face, and then I heard snaps his neck. No. Um, but no, no so. different phrasing, yeah. yeah. With, with, with the... Situate with this vast picture that you have painted for us this evening. I'm going to say it's too late for this only because it's already been done. But I would argue that popping your neck after doing this thing you've just done could, in theory, count as an intimidation. Oh. The pop would be an intimidation. <laughs> I mean, However, sure. Bandit C is still intimidated by Morley. The cinnamon roll is a scary tiefling. Yes. Morley has the same intimidation bonus as me. Nice. Charisma. Yes. Uh, yes. Everyone else, it, it's run. like when you have the jar that didn't get opened and you hand it to someone and they just pop it right off. Mm-hmm. It, everyone else warmed these bandits up for Morley. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to point out if, if, uh, the fact that they thought the guy sitting in the back reading was non, was not, was a non-issue. Yeah. No. <laughs> I didn't say they were smart. <laughs> right. Um, so it's the bandit leader's turn. He goes at initiative four. He's currently in a pocket dimension. He gets yes. to make a wisdom save. Oh. I think. I, I do not think he does. Oh. I remember when Zeely was banished, she had to, she got to remake wisdom saves. Yeah, I think you it's can make wisdom every saves. Turn, every turn for a minute until they succeed, I believe. Well, that's a nine. So charisma no. saves. Um, well, his, his if I rolled charisma instead of wisdom, that's an eleven. Banishment, banishment, banishment. There is there is nothing in the spell description about them being able to make a, a save per round. They're just there until the spell ends, and they're incapacitated. Also, also they've never been banished before, so they don't oh, know no, what's that's, going that's on. True. They're just assuming this is their life now. Or be banished. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about while that. They're, while they're the target is incapacitated, they couldn't make the save if they wanted to. It might... Be, I don't remember much about the encounter where... I, I think that banished. was a... Yeah, I think it that might, was a special It might have been... Yeah, it might have been a special case. It might have been a, an ability of the creature you were fighting that was yeah. like Banish, but not exactly Banish the spell. Uh. However, that's neither here nor there, because what's really important is learning how Ryan is going to deal with this last remaining bandit. Ryan is going to sort of wander over to them and go, reconsider in your line of work yet? I, I, um, I, I don't really have any n- noticeable skills, actually. Hmm. I, I, well... I, I tried tailoring for, for a little while. I kept stabbing my fingers with with the needle. Have you tried the weaving? I was gonna it's say, Moral, you still got that weaving book? Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, well, I still have. My, my friend said it might not be for me. Uh, 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 One arm Charlie said sometimes uh, things happen with the industrial looms. No, no, no. You need one that is small. You know, you could get them in any little store. If there's a group that is a association of weavers, they could sell you one of those. Teach you a little. Uh, how old okay. are you? Very simple. I um I, I I don't actually have any cash to to, to buy a loom right now. I, I was kind of hoping to to um he he gestures feebly at the caravan. Then how old are you? 
I'm I'm almost seventeen. Oh, I'm oh you are a child. To the <laughs> Ryan puts a hand on his shoulder. <laughs> we're adopting this one. <laughs> no, we're not adopting. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're three not months adopting, from now. You're but... going to have your own circus troupe. Oh no! Zuda, oh, Zuda no. is going to move forward to the caravan driver as soon as she can. The caravan driver, who is also the proprietor and owner, looks at you with an incredibly bored expression. Can we move the tree yet? I, I'm wondering that myself. But how much do your guards get paid? You're supposed to pay guards? Yeah. It suddenly clicks. <clears throat> you understand why they had no guards for this caravan. Kid. Ah, uh, okay. You're 17. Whole life ahead of you. You're, okay. Here's, here's my... Here's the... So uh, how how many how many bandits are left? That's the one. Here's uh, left as no, 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 able I'm, to stand. Guys, no, 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 no. one. As in physically present. Four. In although, the how long does banish last for? A minute. Okay. Well, if this conversation goes much longer, there will be five. Guys, okay. But so. Actually, no, I'm wrong, because one walked off into the woods, another one ran Can off I into the woods. Can I finish my so sentence at some point in here? I'm sorry. You go. Sorry. This, um, I was gonna try to talk to him for my turn, but everyone else started talking. I'm talking I'm sorry. Action, but I... it is your turn. Go yeah, ahead. No, yeah, I... I... <laughs> what is making that noise? I don't know. Good question. I hear it, too. Is I it also me? hear it. Wait, well, so I don't I hear don't... it anymore. It's gone. No one's circle was lit up, so I was very confused. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was weird. Um, anyway. Kid, here's how this is gonna go. You are gonna go sit down over there until your um, fearless leader shows back up for, from wherever the heck he's gone. We're gonna see if he wants to rethink his life, and then you're gonna help us move the tree, okay? And, okay. and then maybe, since you're a kid in a bad situation... I'm going to give you a little money and a second chance. And maybe when all this is over with, I might pass through this way again, huh? And I can show you which end of a sword to hold. And you can make your money by protecting people instead of this. It occurs to me that this is the exact bandit that tried to shoot Ryan with a crossbow bolt. <laughs> I mean, no harm, no foul. This, this is Bandit C. Bandit C is the one who used the crossbow bolt and, well, um, on Ryan specifically. And that, that did not... This Actually, this is ending better for this guy than anyone else. Right, yeah. <laughs> the guy who chose to walk away isn't getting any money out of it. <laughs> so Ryan, thank, adopt. I mean... <laughs> th- thank oh. you for not breaking anything of mine. I, I appreciate that. Hey, if they didn't speak up, I would have. <laughs> Can Burp use the rest of her rage to attack the tree and s- perhaps see about moving it with raging oh. body slams or something? Not uh, quite yet, please. Okay. I'm going to say you can if you want to, but it's not going to do anything. There's a matter of math and ratios. Details, details. L- let me you know when we get back to Zuda's with, turn. With a bit of time. <laughs> 17-year-old and robbing people in the high road. <laughs> Apparently, I'm collecting 
kids. Kids. Standing just like, it's like you standing here like, back to your mother, jeez. <laughs> Ryan's Orphanage and Mercenary Company. Give, give me a perception check, Fandrin. One. Okay. Oh, um, no. with, the, with the 21. 21. There oh, is, 21. 21. Yeah, 21. There I didn't is hear the nothing, 20. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the 20 either, but I saw the 21, so I wanted to clarify. Um, mm -hmm. So you are, and everyone else here, is very much aware that there is nothing these bandits could physically do to endanger you in any way, shape, or form unless you maybe somehow roll low on a dexterity check and stubbed a toe on one of them. Mm. But if looks could kill, the glare he gives you would atomize you. And, and then is... he goes over to Bandit D and starts trying to splint their arm. Ah. Who? What? The leader has returned. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's a no? Bandit C going over to Bandit D after giving me the dirtiest look. Okay, I got confused. That's yeah. okay. No, no, no. Yes. But, however, <clears throat> we, we've been... I would say there's been enough conversation going on and we've technically ended I, combat at this point that we can have I, the bandit I was really hope I was really hoping that wouldn't happen. I was trying uh, sorry, I was trying so hard to wait for Zuna's next turn. Okay, what did you want to do while we're talking? I wanted to call Ryan over you to where the Ryan. bandit to where the bandit is going to be when he reappears. Oh. Which is where Zuda is also going to be. Okay. And as soon as Ryan is there with his, with their sword out, mm -hmm. Zuda is going to drop the banishment. Okay. All right. Just climb up onto the tree, but I'm not climbing the tree. I'm just going to stand here. How thick is the tree? It's... Enough to stop a wagon. Is yeah. it a redwood tree or is it no, a? It, it, well, it, it's a decent sized tree. Um, the log is about three feet in diameter. Oh, okay. So you could come over and take a seat on it if you wanted to jump up a little bit, but there's no wagon that's going to roll over it very easily. Right. Big enough to be a nuisance, not big enough that it's impossible to move. Well, Zuda will hop up on the tree, because that's funnier. I'm just going to lean against the tree casually. So Zuda will snap her fingers to bring the bandit leader back into existence. <laughs> Hello, friend. What? Would you like to surrender now? What? Where? Where? What was that? Where was... Where? You were somewhere else. I couldn't guess where. Probably a realm of dreams because, well, that's just kind of what happens. But I'm going to make you an offer. You don't have to take it, but it's probably best if you do. Now, uh, you've got three of your comrades still here. As you can see, they're mostly writhing on the ground. Two-thirds of them, yes. That's most. Yes, that is. And uh, if you really want to fight, then my friend Ryan here uh, has a sword that whose point would be very happy being on the other side of you. Mm. So here's what I'm going to do. You have two options. Either uh, I give you five gold pieces and... I heal all your friends. And then you protect this caravan for the next six months. Or I give you nothing and I do nothing and you run away. And I very, 
very strongly encourage you to look at your friends before you choose the runaway option. So what'll it be? You had to give I don't me a trust this guy. You had to give me a choice. I'm going to roll just, a die for this person. Bandage just, <laughs> just got his book back out at this point and reading again. Mm. Oh, one more thing. I, I can't speak for my friends. And there's a chance that some of them might take your choosing the second option as uh, what I think they call target practice. He glares mm. at you and throws his sword on the ground. I do have some darts I need to get more practice with. That's a really good choice. I'm gonna go, uh... I, I appreciate your discretion in the matter. I'm sorry, Ryan. I talked over you. I'm gonna go fix that guy's knee. Purpose yeah, probably. I have some, it, it sounds like I have some healing to do, and I'm going to leave your five gold uh, with the leader of the caravan with specific instructions to disperse it to you. So that you don't just run off. Is that okay? Why don't you go make friends with your new co-workers? And I'll get to healing. Burp is going to drag the broken-legged one towards Zuda with a certain amount oh. of... This one's broke. Oh. Just in case... Um, He's screaming the entire time. Just in case we um, end up in another fight, can I healing hands this guy so that Zuda doesn't need to waste two spell slots? Or does Zuda want to... Oh, no, by all means. At full okay. tanks, the ragtag bandits had 11 hit points. Any low-level healing spell you use is going to make them much more comfortable. I'm going to tap this guy, and he has nine more hit points than he did. The Which... broken leg guy? Yeah. Um, that, that overflows. Dude, I, I, I did break this kid's arm. Uh, the, one uh, that, the one that shot a crossbow at you. Yeah, that, that cure wounds did nine healing for the one whose arm was broken. Okay, he is also at full hit points. And uh, You nearly does... healed them and then healed them right back up to full. <laughs> does anybody else actually need healing? Uh, where There's the one that ran screaming off into the woods after they got barked at. They took more damage than anyone else. Yeah, but they're we not here. Where they so. are, yeah. Well, I can't heal them if I can't see them. You can still kind of hear them if you listen closely. I can't heal them if I can't see them. <laughs> me and Quincy oh. could go get him. Quincy sighs no, and no. says, give me a moment, and flies off. I should be oh, back my by goodness. the time you've got the tree moved. Because like... he's a golden retriever. But I appreciate the joke. He has licky heal. He can, he can heal by giving people licks in the face. Yep. I would like to lift up Bandit D. Gonna slap him on the face to wake him up. You can take a, you can take a hit, kid. Get him off the road. Bandit C doesn't want you going anywhere near Bandit D. This is fair. Bandit C, the kid. Yes. Okay. Bandit D is also a kid. Oh, oh I'm sorry. They, I'm I would sorry. like you all to know they, that you have made older marvelous kid. decisions today. An older kid, but to anyone except for Burp, still a kid. I'm sorry. They decided to jump out and attack us. Did, we all make mistakes. What matters is what happens afterward. Exactly. I could have killed him. I didn't. I just told him to run away. It worked a bit. Let me and... um, press the digitate people to get him cleaned up, speaking of which. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and 
We didn't have to do any damage at all to the leader. By the way, what's your name? I'm doing this specifically to irritate Crash. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not a Mercurian. True. Yeah. True. Barry. Or a Malachite getting Wait, the answered. Uh, Barry is what you said? Yeah. Barry Go ahead, bandit. get your laughs. Barry the Bandit. Ha ha. No. Barry the Caravan Guard. I laughed. Band Bandron laughed the second he said Barry. Just no. Let's get this tree out of the way. And perhaps we can be on our way. And frankly, at the pay rate I've given you, I think you'll likely be wealthier than you've been in a while. Barry glares at you because of course he does. Because he's not very wise. Then he goes over to a rope that was behind one of the trees <gasps> alongside the road. And he pulls on it. And you see a log that's upright further into the woods start to lower itself as the tree across the road rises up an equal amount. That's Wait. an ingenious pilly system. That's exceptionally clever. That is uh -huh. insanely clever. Well, you do this three or four times a week, you don't want to actually, you know, work too hard. But the point the point that he's the point that she's making though is that if you actually put yourself into something, you know, legal with this kind of attitude. I know someone you should meet. That wasn't me that did this. That was Alan. That the one I brought Alan the one who ran off? No. No, he's the one who walked off. Ah, the smart Maybe I should have listened to the one I meant, but yeah. I did not specify. Is Alan actually an adult or another child? I mean, if that's a kid, I don't want to know what the grown-up would. And you see the aforementioned Alan coming ah. back, carrying Bandit A over his shoulder with a Quincy in tow. Uh, and he is walking uh, and looks very um, pleased with himself. I imagine. And I'll pass another two gold to the caravan leader to compensate for Alan and Bandit whatever. Honestly, you should probably just give the gold to Alan. Mm. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. But no, I have other plans for Alan. So I take mm -hmm. it everyone's done making bad decisions today? Uh -huh, uh -huh, oh, uh -huh. your friends have all made very good decisions in the last 30 seconds or so. Uh -huh. Yes, I heard the screams. Mm, this was after the screams, I think. In fairness, you did warn them. In fairness, I did. You're, You're the one who came up with this trap? Well, they came up with the idea of having a log across the road. I came up with the idea of not having to do a lot of heavy uh -huh. lifting every day. That's a good Again. idea. I might have flunked out of I engineering know. school, but I still took some classes. Why are you robbing people if you had engineering classes? Because I flunked out. Can you try again? Mm. Um, one could argue that bridge has been burned. Literally? Did you burn down the <laughs> Why does everyone ask that? <laughs> and you hear one of the bandits who you beat up today go, Because it's true! He burned it down? Well, Probably not I intentionally, I assume. Not all was of it. On it. The foundation was saved. Can was I it on purpose? Say, was it on purpose? Can I, can I it was not say, on I love, purpose. I love the fact that you and I simultaneously, mm -hmm. literally. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I suppose I've hired the rest of your group to protect this caravan. Why don't you come with us? 
Well, let's see. A company, a caravan, and a ragtag band of adventurers into a cursed barony ruled by a madwoman. Or stick around waiting for another ragtag band of adventurers to kick my butt. There were broken bones. It wasn't just butt kicking. You're not making the decision easier. Well, don't make him angry and you won't have a problem. It'll be fun! I just wanted to finish my book. Exactly. Do not come between this man and his book. I make a point of ensuring that my allies do not fall. Or they get up again anyway. I have been through death once. I intend to send as few people through it as possible. Now, you you see speeches like that right there? You, You think that's uplifting and everything, but it really just lets me know that I'm in way over my head. You're way but, over your head. And she's spooky, but uh, we like her. No, z- and she z- healed she your is... friends. I mean, you yeah, know. I, I know. Just don't wake I know. Her up. And I appreciate that you didn't break anything that you didn't af- fix afterwards. <laughs> However, there's a reason why as soon as I realized what you were, I walked away. I have met many You're women sensible. of faith. I've met many women of faith. She is the spookiest, but she's also one of the best. Aw. Just don't wake her up. Alan looks at Zuda for a little bit, almost as if he's trying to make an insight check. Mm-hmm. And he says, eh, okay, so yeah, you're a little creepy. But so far as women of faith go, you're going to meet a whole lot worse. Right, this caravan's not going to move itself. Let's get going. Yay! And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Wow. Can I go back to my nap now? (laughs) (laughs) We went a little bit longer than I intended to, but we're ending before eight. We are ending before eight o'clock. So thank, and we went long because of role play. We did. Indeed. I'm okay with that more than I'm okay with going long because of combat. Uh, So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for playing. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Chris, Ellie, Eo, and Jen. Who wants to plug stuff? I do. Eo's mom writes books. Oh, you want to go first, Ellie? What are you plugging this time? USB or, uh, or like... I think, he was my, gonna, I think she was My scented wax in. warmer in. <laughs> because there's, there's a skunk in the neighborhood. Oh. Yeah. oh. That, that's a good plug, though. Uh, that's a good that's plug. That's a good plug. But also, um, I used to run a social network. Now my friend Millie does. You'll catch them on the Monday game and... Uh, it's at E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. That's Elek dot X-Y-Z. And you can ask anyone there for an invite. Including a significant and number of people who are here right now. Mm-hmm. My sincerest apologies to Millie. <laughs> Eo's mom writes books. Elizabeth-McCoy.com. There. <laughs> Next. And I still have to fix that. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is... It's harder than I would like it to be. So here's what you do. You just make a subdomain. Eo's mom writes books dot Elizabeth dash McCoy dot com. <laughs> wow. No, 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 no. It's it, it just redirects it, to the main domain. It's getting Elizabeth McCoy and Elizabeth dash McCoy to point to the same place. I know, but my solution's funnier. Mm, well, that's probably true. All right, granted. Okay. Who's got a podcast? Um, Two of us do. <laughs> multiple people have podcasts. Multiple people have podcasts. M- okay. m- 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 multi-podcast. Next time. 
next time? Yeah, there, Stone, there is Stone, a podcast. Stone, Stone. Oh. Rebranding. Okay. All right. Well, my podcast is ShatteredSoulStone.com. It is focused on the Diablo games and the community that loves them. Um, it comes out once a week. Show's been going since 2011, somewhat sporadically. I think we've got it to a regular pace at this point, and that's at ShatteredSoulStone.com. If you're looking for more Diablo content, you can find it at BookOfGen.net, which is my main site, and it's got a lot of video game type stuff. Um, and other things unrelated, so it's just sort of a mix of a lot. But there's a lot of Diablo content there as well. Again, that's bookofgen.net. If you want to buy a t-shirt with the Shattered Soulstone logo or with several of the characters from uh, classes from Kobolds in Space, you could find that on my Redbubble, which is at also Book of Gen. Ta-da! Oh, yes, Kobolds in Space. Um, you can kobolds, find that but they're in space. at... Uh, node.noel n-o-e-l-l-e dot codes slash kobold c not c k-o-b-o-l-d no a c would be kobold Mm. yes something else entirely (laughs) oh and we've got a patreon go figure we do have a patreon Cogwheel Gaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janadalok, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying... Oh. <laughs> okay, well, they say that you can't actually weld bricks, but this seems to be working. Good night, oh, everybody. No. Oh, no. I don't get that one. <laughs> I'm concerned. You'll find out understand. next time. Okay. That's fine, Bolsey. That's a, yeah. I, I know exactly what's going on, and oh no. To be fair, this session did end with a lot of screaming. It's true. It's true. Anyway, I know, I'm going to stop the recording. I know what's going on and who's saying it. And oh no.